Hello, this is Graham Cook. Welcome to the Brilliant Perspectives podcast. As we grow up in God, we get to love the learning, and we get to enjoy the process of who we are becoming in Him. God knows when we do something for the first time, we're going to make a mistake, but He doesn't call it a mistake. He calls it learning, because He knows that maybe we haven't done it before. But he also knows it'll take us two or three times to get it right, and that's what he's interested in. When God looks at us, he sees something different than what we see. He sees us complete in Christ. He sees us in fullness. He sees us made in the image of Jesus. He doesn't see anything wrong with us because he put all those things that were wrong with us onto Jesus on the cross, taking them away from us forever. Now he sees us as a new creation. And this is the identity we get to explore as God develops us. To discuss how you can grow into your new identity, I have a special clip for you today. The key element to abiding is that we represent Christ in the area of our development. So we love the learning. What are you learning right now in your relationship with God? You have to love the learning because if you love the learning, you'll learn it a lot faster and a lot better. And you'll enjoy the process of learning. Yeah? Fascinating thing with God is that He knows that when you do something for the first time, you're going to make a mistake. Except the fascinating thing with Him is He doesn't call it a mistake. He calls it learning because he knows you haven't done it before. So the first time you do something, you can't make a mistake. You can just learn. Right? If you do the same dumb thing three or four times, then you're making a mistake. So all your learning is covered by grace. All your mistakes are under the blood of Jesus. That's a win-win. That's like you win and then you win again. Yeah? That's what grace is. Yeah? Grace is not unmerited favor. That God gives you favor that you don't deserve. Grace is not that. Because if that's what grace was, then Jesus never had any. The Bible says he grew in grace. So when did ever Jesus ever make a mistake? That he needed grace to cover it. So grace can't be undeserved favor. It has to be something else. What if grace is the empowering presence of God that enables you to become the person that he sees when he looks at you. That was so good, I'm going to have to say it again. (laughs) Right? It's like the gospel is good news, right? Grace is the empowering presence of God that enables you to become the person that he sees when he looks at you. What does that mean? When God looks at you, he sees something different than what you see. He sees you complete in Christ. He sees you in fullness. He sees you made in the image of Jesus. He sees Jesus in you. Why? Because he put you into Christ so that he could always look at you through the lens of Jesus. Yeah? So the brilliant thing then is that when God looks at you, he doesn't see anything wrong with you. 
right? Because all the things that were wrong with you, he put all those things onto Jesus on the cross. Right? So you have been crucified with Christ. When he died, you died. Romans 6, read it. It's brilliant news. <laughs> right? Because what God did, he, he took everything that was not right about you, not just your sins, he took all your negativity, he took all your lack of peace, he took all your anxiety, all your worries, all your fears, everything that was against you, other people's opinions which are unkind, every single thing that was against you, he took it all away from you and he put it onto Jesus. Yeah? So as far as God's concerned, when Jesus died, you died. So he, when he looks at you, he's not looking at a corpse. He's looking at a new creation. Yeah? 2 Corinthians 15, 17. You are a new creation. All the old things have passed away. Everything has become new. And then God gives you permission. Hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you consider yourself dead to sin and alive to me. I've taken care of all the sin stuff, so that doesn't belong to you anymore. Here you are. Why don't you just concentrate on being alive to me? And I'll help you develop that as a lifestyle. What it means then is, because God not Here's the thing is, God knows that you're dead in Christ because he watched you die. I know you're dead. I watched you die. You're definitely dead. Yeah? Because here's the thing with God. This whole being with Christ in his death and burial, it's not figurative. It was real. He saw it as a real enactment. Real enough that he can say to you, now you can consider yourself dead. So the brilliant thing then is, dead people don't struggle because they're dead. Dead people don't get worried because they're dead. Dead people don't get anxious because they're flipping dead. That's good news, right? So what it means then is when God looks at you, he doesn't see anything wrong with you because he knows that everything that was wrong about you, he's already put it onto Jesus. So when he looks at you, He only sees what's missing from your experience of him and he's totally committed to giving you that experience. And he's giving you a personal tutor and a comforter, if you need one, to help you through that process so that every day you are discovering something about him and therefore about yourself. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the good news. That's the good news. You are so dead. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So we're learning how to be children in this new life, in this new relationship, as a new creation. We're learning spiritually how to be children. You know, so... As we are spiritual babes in Christ, when we first come to Christ, what are we learning? What does God want you to learn as a baby in the first stage of relationship? He wants you to learn how to be secure in who He is. 
He wants you to learn how to get your needs met. <clears throat> That's all your needs, or as in Texas, all y'all's needs. Right? That means every need you have. Whether it's the need just to be less stupid tomorrow than I was today. <laughs> Whatever that need is, right? If you're struggling with something, your need is to learn how to be at peace. Your need is to learn how to be with God in this situation. Having a tough time at work, your need is to learn how to walk with God, what God wants to be with you in that particular situation. So God meets all your needs, not just financial, not just physical, but emotional, mental, all the needs that you have in terms of employment, all the needs that you have in terms of every situation you're going to face in life is going to present you with a need that God says, I would love to meet that need, whatever it is. So we never hide from God. We're always like right there. We're always right there, smiling. Why? Because he's right there. Yeah? That's what we're learning is in our first stage of our relationship, how to be confident in the love of God, how to be secure in who he is knowing that we can have our needs met. And here's the brilliant thing. It doesn't matter whether your, whether your behavior is great or terrible. He's still going to meet your need. Why? Because he doesn't give you things according to your behavior. Aren't you glad that the Father is not a Pharisee? <laughs> he doesn't give you things according to your behavior. He gives you things according to who he is, not who you are. And that's one of the most precious and priceless things to learn, is that God loves me because he likes loving. God is generous to me because he loves being generous. It's not about what you are, because remember, nothing initiates with you. Right? Everything initiates with him. And if he's teaching you how to be like him, then what he's doing is he's saying, this is what I'm like. This is how I think. This is how I see. This is how I act. This is how I choose to be involved. This is what you're learning. I love you because I am love. I don't love you because you're lovable. Because if that was the criteria, you could never have got saved. But when you were distinctly unlovable, I went looking for you. I'm looking for you every day. Nothing has changed. I initiated love on that occasion, and you came into the kingdom. Well, how you come into the kingdom is how that kingdom is sustained. Right? You came in because God made a move on you. And, he's, and you stay in because God's making a move on you. Every day, your prime thing is to learn how to receive. How to receive. Every single day, you're going to be faced with that lesson. How to receive. What are you receiving? Maybe we can more define our lives by what we're not receiving right now. Hey, here's the thing, you know, if... Um, if you need to, make a list of all the things you're not receiving and then you need to like, have a conversation with the Lord because you've got some catching up time to do, right? If you're going to be like Jesus 
and you're not receiving stuff, then you've got some catching up to do in the realm of the Spirit. There's lots of things that you're supposed to have because you're supposed to be portraying Jesus in his fullness. So if you're not receiving, then you're only, re you're only portraying Jesus in your mediocrity, right? In your measure, not in his fullness. So if fullness is on the agenda, that means you've got a backlog of things that you actually need to receive. I'll put it this way. Um, what if there are unclaimed upgrades all over this room? What if you've got a stack of upgrades over your house or your place of work or over your own head? What if, what if you have a stack of upgrades in your life that you need to claim? God wants us to learn to be secure in who he is, to get all our needs met in him and to receive the upgrades that are available to us as we learn to become like Jesus. When we love this learning, we will learn faster and better, and also will enjoy it far more. Learning becomes a delightful process of growing up. For more on how to upgrade your approach to learning with God, go to brilliantbookhouse.com and search for Growing Up in God. Thanks so much for listening.